When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm Brian Billick, and this is The Q Factor. It's noteworthy that as we visit with these Hall of Famers, none of them mention many physical traits, height, weight, speed, vision, or arm strength. They continually come back to the mental and emotional traits coupled with work ethic and the drive to be great. You know, for the most part, it is an adjustment for a lot of guys just because Hey, the game is fast. Uh, you know, mistakes at the quarterback position are magnified. You know, at the NFL level, um, and it's just uh, uh, it just becomes a full-time job. And you know, it's a long season, and it takes some getting used to. The game is faster, and when you come in as a rookie, you're you're made acutely aware as to how fast it is relative to the college game. But then you go through a period, and for some, it takes longer. But at some point, if, if you're going to make it in the league. The game does tend to slow down. For me, it was it was towards the end of my second year and then into my third year. I really believe the system makes the quarterback. If you have smart offensive coordinators like Joe Montana had, Joe Montana was a, was a great quarterback. His timing of the people that he had on his team was impeccable. I mean, he had the great team, he had the smart coaches, he had a great owner at the same time. It's hard to explain you know, when you let go of that passing. Ah, dang it, I thought it was going to get in there, and it got intercepted. <laughs> and, and you know what? Unless you've been there and know that you have to take chances, and you know it might not have been the right time to throw that ball, but you know I, I still have my belief in myself that I can, do, I can make that throw and to have somebody outside there tell you you shouldn't have thrown that. Well, well, hell, I could tell you that after I threw it. There's no position in sports more important or challenging to fill than that of an NFL quarterback. We propose to follow a small group of prospects, their skills, stats, and character traits, and track their performance and circumstances to see if we could uncover patterns of what separates great from merely very good to an outright bust, and to determine why this process has failed so often, maybe even identifying a formula that translates into identifying quarterback types in fields beyond the football field. This is The Q Factor. Episode 4. What is it about the quarterback position? We spent the first three episodes of the Q Factor outlining the need and issues with acquiring and developing the most important player on your team, the quarterback. 
We've looked at the history of the process, a.k.a. the draft, the issues it presents, and the many pitfalls that have tripped up so many organizations. Let's now look at what are the key elements in finding and developing the most important position on your football team. We've already identified that coming up with a specific list of attributes that it takes to play quarterback in the National Football League is multidimensional and has multiple aspects. You can bring this into sharp focus by sitting around with a number of your friends and talk about each coming up with the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. Depending upon the size of the group, you may come up with 12, 13, 14 different names. Then sit and try to isolate what made them great, what made them Hall of Famers. Was it the unbelievable quick release of a Dan Marino? The athleticism in the pocket and accuracy of a Joe Montana? The sheer physicality of a Troy Aikman? The unbelievable pure stroke of a Warren Moon? Or maybe the pure intellect of Peyton Manning? And what you recognize is each of these athletes had attributes in different proportions that made each of them great. I've often equated this process to that of in a recording studio when you watch and you see a documentary on some artist putting together an album or a song. And in front of the engineer is this huge board with multiple lever levels to get the just right balance of pitch, gain, balance, bass, all the multiple things I couldn't even begin to identify that go into creating the right sound. And if you were to look at one song versus the next, each of those levels is totally different, yet it still produces a great piece of music. The same is true of the quarterback position. If we were somehow able to establish the different bars in different settings, as we look at our top 10 quarterbacks at all time, we would see each would have different settings in different values of athleticism, intelligence, poise, confidence, throwing ability, vision, all the attributes that it takes to play quarterback in the National Football League. Let's begin with Hall of Fame General Manager Ron Wolf, who advises going back to the film, particularly the big games, and identifying that toughness, that mental toughness it takes to be a winner. I felt that the, the one barometer above all else was how they played collegiately. What did they do as a collegian, as a quarterback? Did they win the game? Were, were they, did the coach, take the ball out of his hand at a critical moment in the game? Or did they let the guy go ahead and quarterback? To me, those are very, very viable things in assessing whether or not a guy can play. Plus, you've got to go, uh, you got to look at some things. Now, I was very fortunate to be able to trade for Brett Favre. And here's a guy that was just a little bit over 500. But the competition they played was remarkable. When he goes into Athens, Georgia, with that Southern Mississippi team and beats the University of Georgia, he goes into Auburn, beats Auburn. Florida State moves their homecoming game from their ballpark into the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, and guess what happens? He beats them. So all those things enter into it. But it's, as you know, it's how they perform at that particular moment that determines whether or not they can fly. Do they have the wherewithal to withstand the pressure of the position? I think one of the great things about that, about playing the position is the 
the wherewithal and toughness these men possess to perform at that at that level at that position. It's incredible. Uh, you know, walking up a line scrimmage, you've got five seconds to determine what you're going to do with a football, and uh, just think about that. And it, it's, oh yeah, it's remarkable the success these fellows have, and it's really uh, just displays the tremendous athletic ability it takes to play in the National Football League. It was interesting when visiting with Hall of Famers Len Dawson, Joe Montana, Bill Polian, and future Hall of Famer Drew Brees, they each immediately went to the emotional and mental commitment to the game and handling the distractions. Uh, it really is. I think when you see college quarterbacks and they put up a lot of numbers, uh, for example, somebody is open in college football, he might be open by five yards, right? In professional football, he's got a half a step on the guy. And so the timing is really important, and the margin of error, you know, is uh, really increased because you can't afford to be late throwing the ball. The timing has to be just right. And a lot of these young quarterbacks are finding that out, and they're thinking, and, you know, their head is dizzy. I can tell you that after, you know, three or four months of professional football and all the things that they have to read and the adjustments they have to make, the audibleization today, you have to be able to audibleize at the line of scrimmage, and it takes a young quarterback some time, you know, to figure that out. So it's it's a pretty complicated situation, particularly for a young quarterback. You know, you talk to a rookie quarterback after he's been thrown that playbook and four or five <laughs> weeks in training camp, and he's, you know, he doesn't even know where he is. I think they, they get too locked into it. I mean, in some cases, I think with the, the way that they look at it is that, well, most guys, our chances of success are better if, if we have these components, but it's hard to measure that part of it. You don't know. I mean, you just don't know what you get no matter what. You, you could... Have a guy that had tremendous heart. Uh, let's go to Ricky Williams. I mean, here's a guy that just said, "All right, I had. An, I don't want to end up like uh, Earl Campbell, you know." And said, "That's it. I'm done." You know how do, how do you make how do you know that? How do you measure that? You de- you can't. And then you got guys like Doug Flutie. Said, guys said he's way too small to ever make it. Now look at him. He's still hanging around. They can't get rid of him. You know, when you're involved in the sport and you're playing, you know, the, there's so many things that can distract you. And, and the biggest distraction on a day-to-day basis is, is the media. And not that it's a, it just takes time from your day as much as anything where, you know, everybody's been hurt by one guy or another guy here or there. And you eventually get over all that stuff, but it's hard to, to focus on the game when you have people outside the game telling you what you're doing right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I don't, I don't know if it's a natural progression, but it's just, the, the pressure from where it started is gone, so you don't have to deal with the, um, the, the, the sports part of it. And so the relationship becomes different between yourself and the media because you don't have, you don't have to answer to that, to that question where most athletes think they, they shouldn't have to answer to the media um, because they, they don't understand really what the game was like. You know, it's hard to explain, you know, when you let go of that pass it, Ah, dang it, I thought it was going to get in there, and it got intercepted. <laughs> and, and you know what? Unless you've been there and know that you have to take chances and, you know, it might not have been the right time to throw that ball, but, you know, I, I still have my belief in myself that I can, do, I can make that throw and to have somebody outside there tell you you shouldn't have thrown that. Well, well hell, I could tell you that after I threw it, you know, but if it gets in there, it's a different story. <laughs> so um, I think that's probably the toughest part, you know, and it's a, it's a fine line in there. 
you know, we, we could never predict, and I would never take credit for anything that Peyton's done in his career. He's done that all on his own. We thought that we were getting a quarterback who could win for us in the NFL. We didn't think we were getting a quarterback for the ages. Uh, but in, 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 in its final uh, iteration, Peyton Manning was, was a winner because of his so-called intangibles. But if you, if you really looked into it, they were very tangible. He had the greatest work ethic of anybody I've ever been around. He's a perfectionist. He wants to win above all. He dedicates himself solely to football once the football season begins. Um, he's a great teammate. He lockered with the offensive line from day one, uh, knowing that uh, uh, he, he wasn't going to put himself on any kind of special pedestal. He was going to be one of the guys. Um, he remains so today. Um, he, he's loyal. Uh, he, his life uh, outside football is really, in many ways, uh, made up of three things, family, uh, his uh, commercial pursuits, uh, which are not many, but, but you know, they're varied. And then ultimately, uh, uh, good works in the community. And I said at the time that he left Indianapolis, no one's done more to change the face of athletics in Indianapolis than Peyton Manning. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's definitely an adjustment. And, uh, you know, I think you just, uh, it, it all depends on the situation that you can you know, fall into, and um, but for the most part, it, it definitely takes you know, two, three years. Two, three years is, is is kind of the curve, and you know, you see guys, you know, like uh, Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger, who you know come in and, and have success right away, and um, you know, obviously those are great players and, and have great teams around them as well. But you know, for the most part, it is an adjustment for a lot of guys, just because hey, the game is fast. Uh, you know, mistakes at the quarterback position are magnified. You know, at the NFL level, um, and it's just uh, uh, it just becomes a full-time job, and you know it's a long season, and it takes some getting used to. Hall of Famers Troy Aikman and Joe Montana also talk about handling the speed of the game and the mental toughness. Yeah, it was about my third season uh, when I really felt that I was settling in and seeing things. You know, the the game is faster, and when you come in as a rookie, you're you're made acutely aware as to how fast it is relative to the college game. But then you go through a period, and for some it takes longer, but at some point, if, if you're going to make it in the league, the game does tend to slow down. For me, it was, it was towards the end of my second year and then into my third year. And uh, then you start seeing the different coverages and what defenses are trying to do. And, and when you get to that point, it, it is a heck of a lot of fun to be playing the position. Most of it, it's mental toughness and who can handle the mental part of the game and the ups and downs and the criticism and it's not easy to get into, you know, your it, your attitude also, obviously, because it, you have to be accepted in by that team. And if you can get accepted in, that's a big, a big uh, relief off your shoulders, and in, in, in the or at least cuts out a part of the mental preparation that you need, because you don't have to worry about trying to always please somebody. You you know, they you have their acceptance, and you have them behind you, and they're willing to work with you and for you. And that that helps. And if you get off to the wrong start, like I think Ryan Leaf did, uh, makes it tough. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. We've talked about the increased athleticism that's required of quarterbacks today. Drew Brees and Randall Cunningham talk about the footwork and the ability to run as being part of your arsenal. And Ozzie Newsom talks about the new athlete coming into the game, while Bill Polian still stresses you've still got to be able to win from the pocket. You know, for a guy like me who's um, you know not the not the tallest guy um, out there, I think footwork becomes even more important because you know get back in the pocket, you know, uh, be able to read defenses, read coverage. You know, kind of determine where you're going with the ball, and then you know move your feet in order to find windows to, th- to throw through. Because a lot of times you can't really throw over guys; guys are too big. You know, you got to throw around them. You know, and, and find windows. So, uh, especially for for shorter guys like myself, that uh, becomes pretty important. Well, I tell you what, your mind is always running. That's the first thing, mm-hmm. and, and to block it out, you have to be so focused. I mean, you have to have had a great practice during the week, during each day. You've had to study the films and, 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 and dissect the films. And I was a guy that when I studied films, I didn't just watch the secondary and the linebackers. I watched the defensive line. I wanted to know who the best defensive lineman was. I wanted to know what, what hole I could escape out of if I had to move. I wanted to know if I could roll around to the right. So when I went into the game, I had a game plan in my heart of what I wanted to do, and I had the game plan the coaches gave me. And then I had a game plan so if, if things fell apart, what was I going to rely on? Was I going to rely on my legs or was I going to rely on my smarts or was I going to rely on my arm? And there were times I had to rely on all three. Yeah, the smart running was I was always trying to run on third down and long. I knew that if I dropped back, I could rely on my arm, but they would be back there waiting. And I ran during man-to-man situations. I knew when a team would stunt and twist and do these different things. And I knew if they turned their backs and were running with my receivers and I got through a hole, I can pick up 30 yards, which is a big gap. Well, I think it's dictated by the athletes. I think that you know, coaches would always just love to sit, you know, drop back and, and have everything work out perfect. But with the athletes today and the di- different defenses and the specialization of, of defenses and offenses with personnel, that 
there's so many different looks that you can't you can't coach every look and so you need a guy there behind the center that's a playmaker can move around and make some plays well the defensive players are are, are still the same i mean they're just getting bigger bigger and faster you know you know we used to have a, a defensive end would be 65 275 280 now you got outside linebackers that are playing that way you know you got inside linebackers that are you know 250 plus pounds but they they're just as athletic and just as fast as the smaller guys that played you know when I played or when you were coaching so that they 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 just then got bigger and faster and more athletic um so because they they too has been in high school they've played against spread offenses in college they played against spread so they're used to playing in space a lot more than uh, a lot of the guys that we used to get coming into the league that probably had never played in space so the 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 high schools and the colleges are for me to say it are really dictating a little bit to the way we have to play and i thought yeah, i would never that's... say that i believe that you have to have a guy who can beat you from the pocket and there's, a, there's an asterisk with this. There's no question. Bill Parcells said to me many years ago, we're captives of what the colleges send us. So we're, we're getting spread quarterbacks. And you're right. You know, Lamar is a unicorn. They're, they're, there's, there's plenty that, that, that try to replicate him, but, but none can. So the bottom line is it, you, you can play with guys who come out of the spread, and and the more that they can move and the more they can throw on different platforms, the better they are. But how many Lamars are there? How many Russell Wilsons are there? I mean, you can – Kyler Murray may be the only, the only other one that's in that conversation at this point in time. But the fact of the matter is that when you're in a situation where you have to come from behind two-minute and you have to come from behind in a big deficit – you got to be able to make the play from the pocket. You just have to be able to. It's great to have the mobile quarterback, and he's certainly in this day and age viable. There's no question about that. But I think in the end, when it comes to winning it all, you got to be you got to be able to, to play from the pocket the way Patrick Mahomes does. Through all the elements we talk about in terms of the attributes it takes for someone to succeed at the quarterback position in the NFL, still coaching does matter. Hall of Famer Dan Fouts talks about his relationship with Bill Walsh and when Bill Walsh came into his career and what a difference it made in terms of him evolving into a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, the thing that uh, Coriel did is he looked at his personnel and he saw athletes that could do more than one thing, like a tight end like Winslow. Sure, he could put his hand on the ground and, and block the strong side linebacker, but he could also line up outside as a wide receiver or a wing back. Uh, he could even throw the ball. We had Winslow throw the ball at times uh, from from the flanker position. So uh, I think Coriel's uh, courage in throwing the ball, number one, and then uh, relying on his players to, to make plays and, and to see what talents they had and to utilize those talents. And then and there, there were a number of innovations that uh, he brought to the game uh, and contributions, including on the defensive side of the ball, when you had to try to stop us, you had to use – five and six defensive backs, and before that nobody had heard of a, a nickel defensive back or a dime defensive back. Well, when Bill got there, it was my fourth year in San Diego, and we'd had three offensive coordinators in my first three years. So, uh, But he was really 
the guru. I mean, he knew so much about the passing game and about playing quarterback and the timing between the quarterback's drops and the receiver's routes. And he built my game up from the floor, and um, it really gave me a foundation of how to read defenses and how to deliver the ball and, and all the things that uh, he's taught all his great quarterbacks that uh, I was lucky enough to be there with him for one year. But his, he, what, what he did uh, really set the stage and, and helped me when Coriel got to San Diego. Because one of the things Coriel did is he saw a number of things that we did with Bill Walsh's offense, and he, he knew that I liked those things, so he kept them in his offense. So we, we would change the name of, the, of, of certain plays, but the concepts would be the same. And, and that was you know, really important to me because I knew how good Bill's training was and his teaching, and it meshed so well with Coriel's. You know, you had to be smart, number one. You had to be able to figure out uh, reading defenses and, and uh, trusting your receivers and, and just the small things about, uh, you know, this step here and that step there and how to escape the rush. And, you know, when you think of the quarterbacks that he had, I mean, a Greg Cook, if he never had gotten hurt, Nobody would have ever heard of Kenny Anderson, and Bill Walsh probably would have never have left Cincinnati, and you wouldn't have heard of Dan Fouts, and maybe not even Joe Montana and Steve Young. Uh, I mean, that's how the, the dominoes fell for Bill. But when you think of the, you know, the fact he had three Hall of Famers, uh, and and potentially, you know, Kenny Anderson deserves his shot at the Hall of Fame, and Greg Cook, uh, we all agree, all all of us that have played for Bill, that Greg Cook was the finest of all. Marrying these unique talents with the right coaching is encompassed in the overall system that a player comes to, and that's so important in terms of the development. No better example than Lamar Jackson going to the Baltimore Ravens. John Harbaugh, the head coach, and Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, totally embraced the unique talents of Lamar Jackson and crafted an offense that was unique and specific to him, quite a juxtaposition from what they had won with with Joe Flacco. Len Dawson, John Elway, Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, and Randall Cunningham all speak to the importance of being in the right system, utilizing the right talents of these gifted quarterbacks. I was fortunate that Hank Stram had studied that position. He knew the importance of the quarterback. He knew the fundamentals and the techniques of that position. So's Bill Walsh. And, you know, he took a hold of uh, Joe Montana and, you know, developed him into the best quarterback that's ever been. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, You know, I've often said that at the collegiate level, I think if you have great coaching, you can win a fair number of games. If you don't have great coaching, but yet you have great players, I think you can win a fair amount of games. At the NFL level, I really think you have to have both. And, uh, you know, you can take a great quarterback that's not put in a very good system and he's going to struggle. And you can take a great system and put it with a not-so-good quarterback and the system's not going to look real good. And so I really think the two go hand-in-hand. Hand. And, and speaking from experience, uh, in fact, I said it last year in my Hall of Fame speech that in my third year when Norv Turner came in as our offensive coordinator, he turned my career around and a number of other players as well. And in the process, we went on to win two world championships in his three seasons. And I think that that's important. You know, the, I, I don't know, to tell you the truth. I, you know, I, I don't think I could have gone in and started right away, not in that offense. Um, maybe if you cut down a lot of the things that were involved in it. But, uh, I mean, when the, the easiest way I can explain this is we went into the Pro Bowl one year and Joe Theismann was the other quarterback on the team. And Bill put in 30 plays the first run, <laughs> 30 passes the first day. And Theismann, is, he's so happy he can't stand it. He goes, wow, we got all the pass plays. 
in one day. And I go, I start laughing. He goes, what are you laughing about? I said, he'll put plays in all the way to Saturdays, maybe Sunday morning if he wants. And he goes, no way, he can't do that. And sure, I mean, and that's just a, a cut down version of what we had to, to learn. And I don't think you can, you can gather that much and, and jump right in. And, and some systems are a lot easier to operate uh, than others. And, I, I, you know, I, I can't speak for what Peyton was running, but he obviously was ready to make that jump. I really believe the system makes the quarterback. If you have smart offensive coordinators like Joe Montana had, Joe Montana was a, was a great quarterback. His timing of the people that he had on his team was impeccable. I mean, he had the great team. He had the smart coaches. He had a great owner at the same time. I think when you have a great owner that's willing to spend and do what he has to do to win games, it's going to be great. You look at a coach like Phil, he knows that he's a great coach, and he knows how to win games. If you put uh, an average team around him and then you bring in a Michael George, he's going to win championship after championship after championship. But I tell you what, when you look at one player, you look at the greatest football player in the history of the National Football League, Barry Sanders. He was the most exciting, and everyone remembers him, but he never had the complete team with him to win. It's noteworthy that as we visit with these Hall of Famers, none of them mention many physical traits, height, weight, speed, vision, or arm strength. They continually come back to the mental and emotional traits coupled with work ethic and the drive to be great. And the long list of busts at first-round misses at the quarterback position, from Tim Couch to Jamarcus Russell to Ryan Leaf, Achilles Smith, the list goes on and on, all had the sheer physical attributes to be successful in the NFL. So whether it's the player, the coach, or the general manager, or even our business professional in charge of acquiring talent, it all comes down to establishing the priorities you're looking for, marrying them with the right coach within the right system, and not negotiating your way into overlooking what should be obvious in regards to the marriage of a player's ability and the core principles of your system. In the next episode of The Q Factor, we'll look at what we're calling Billick's Extrapolations. By definition, it means forming an opinion or reaching a conclusion through reasoning and information. What it means to me is using what you know to tell you what you don't know. The Q Factor and the Q Factor audiobook are available online and wherever books are sold. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. 
get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.